do I think that bridesmaids are a want or a need? I definitely think I yeah, I think bridesmaids are a are a want. Are a want. Whether you have them, the wedding can still go on. Whether you don't have them, the wedding can still go on. That's just what I personally think. I think the whole idea of having bridesmaids is influenced by tradition from back then like in terms of when you look at a bride and a groom you'll always find only see five to six other people behind them bridesmaids to have them or not to how many of them why have them at all will they have you who do you pick and who don't you pick in this episode we open up the subject and take a look inside the box that is bakapi My name is Lungi Swangwaziyamiyaya Muswewu, and throughout the season, I met with and spoke to everyday women, like me, to find out the story of how they got their dress and how the traditions they grew up in informed their wedding day decisions. This is Rice. As I spoke with our season's guests, Wandi, Masego, Nyaki, and Pindi, one area in the conversations became more and more obvious, bridesmaids. Every bride has their own experience. But I wanted to speak with former bridal party members and get their thoughts on their bridal adventure. We spoke to three beautiful women, Winnie, Nunu, and my older sister Gwen. I asked Gwen what her best memory was during the process of being a bridesmaid. One of the best memories about that wedding, I remember when we arrived at the bride's house the day before, she had actually booked us at a lodge so we didn't have to sleep with other people and um, we were transported to the lodge and in the morning um, after doing our makeup and getting dressed they had hired a fleet of white cars all personalized with the bride and groom's names and we all had instead of a bouquet we all had bracelets with little flowers that were personally made for each for each of the bridesmaids yeah and at the wedding we also got thank you gifts except for the jewelry that was already provided for so yeah she went all out to appreciate us it was so beautiful Ah, oh, that sounds amazing. I think we would all love to be bridesmaids under those circumstances. Next, I asked Nunu the same question. What her most memorable time being a bridesmaid was? My most memorable time being a bridesmaid was when Narigenaka step. We just killed the dance moves. They were so fun, you know. Um, we took nice pictures. I mean, people were on their feet seeing us move and dance. Nunu's joy performing the wedding step, aka the dance routine, reminded me of a similar conversation I had with last week's guest, Pindi. She shared a funny story with me about the overconfidence of her bridesmaids before the big day. Baby girl, we practiced the step 
months before the wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we did that every Sunday without fail, you know? Mm-hmm. And then come the wedding day, people don't know the step. <laughs> <laughs> So what were they and doing? So all disappointing. The time. Exactly. I was like, oh, wow, this is so disappointing. Just watching it and and it's the girls, ne? Like oh my girls, goodness. I'm so sorry, but it's the girls. Like the like the guys really came through. The girls. And and because you were like, <laughs> yeah, so now we got this. Yeah, we got this. And then come the window and I'm like, really? Wow. Her girls may not have done the things that needed to be done, but gratefully, Pindi loves about it now. Before the dance moves, a bridal party is expected to fulfill a few requirements, depending on the bride, of course. One of these expectations often includes machankura, zaga, istengo, money. Bridesmaids can be asked to assist by paying for their own hair, makeup, shoes, dress, transportation, accommodation, or accessories. I asked Winnie and Gwen what their thoughts about this are. No, I think I think it's understandable. I honestly just think it's understandable because ah, come on guys, these people are having a wedding. They already have to cater for a million people. They have to cater for their outfits. You know, families involved and then we still want to eat and then we still want them to pay for our own dresses. Ah, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, I just feel like yeah, the responsibility or like for bridesmaids to pay for their own for their own um outfits or dresses or whatever that just needs to be paid out. I think I feel it's reasonable. I honestly just feel it's reasonable. It puts it it just puts off just a little bit of weight off the shoulders of those who are getting married. I think anyone who agrees to be part of a bridal party should be willing to contribute somewhat to the outfits and the hair. But I don't think the bride should ask for ridiculous things that she knows the people can't afford. There is some downside for a bride who asks her bridesmaids to pay for important elements of a desired bridal party look. Listen to Pindi's experience of this. It was a mess because the girl because Tungela Magogo did not do a proper job. Mm-hmm. So now they felt too good so they're not going to pay for something that they're not happy with, you know. So it was that stress now because the girl on Friday before the wedding Mangafuno released the dresses. And then now because now Bangafuno patal. Because the girl did not alter the dresses the way Bamjelanga called. So Azanga ain't anything on the dresses. We've been complaining about the dresses, but she did not do anything. So now but the girls, actually two girls, they were like, I and then we're not paying for these dresses. You can keep them, you know? And now I'm stressed, I'm like, guys, just pay for the wedding dresses, please. Like as Pamanukulena, just pay. Buying items of clothing and accessories only to never wear them again is a luxury few young women have. I asked Nunu and Winnie about their bridal dresses and if they had worn them again since. Yeah, I still have the dress. Have I worn it again? Mm, I wear it every now and then, depending on how my weight is for that year or for that month. And do I still have it? Yes, I definitely still have that dress and it still fits 
It still fits perfectly. And finally, I asked my sister Gwen what her thoughts are on the value of having bridesmaids. I opted not to have Makapi at my wedding, but she was my maid of honor. I tailored what her role as my maid of honor meant for my wedding day, and she played it wonderfully. Thank you, sis. I think it's personal preference. Um, when I was bridesmaid, I think the bride was very shy, so having people come in before her eased her nerves. So, yeah, it made the day easier for her. And then when I was made of honor for my sister, I was the only one. There were no bridesmaids. So, and in both instances, the wedding was so beautiful. Yeah, so I think it's preference, really. It's on what the person wants for their day to look like. It is interesting to talk to bridesmaids and to brides and to hear how different the experience of the wedding process is. But regardless of how the stories begin, they always end in a common place. A place of love, joy, friendship and lasting memories. They were like, mm, we're not sure of this hairstyle. Mina, my short hair, Mina, my short hair doesn't suit me. I'm like, go, just try. Just try. And the won't give a bash. Like, they loved it after. I'm like, yes, yes you <laughs> yes, guys. Yes, Mina. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they looked absolutely gorgeous. Oh, oh, they were you, gorgeous. Mama, thank you. So, that's this week's episode. Short and energetic. We wanted to make this one a sprint because next week's finale is going to be a marathon. I am excited to sit down with five single women who are invited over for pizza, sweets, and a long discussion on the season's themes of love, family, tradition, social norms, and the wedding day. In our Rice and Roses finale, I will also answer listener questions as well as share my thoughts on the season as we recap important moments that stood out for me. To bring you in on developments, at the close of season one, we are going on production break to plan for our second season. The goal for the show's return is to meet more women and share their stories which pan and connect our great continent. But, before we get there, we have one more stop. Next week, Monday at 7pm. We'll meet then. Much love. This is Rice and Roses, hosted by me, Lungi Swamosweu, written by Riyati Lomosweu. An original podcast series produced and brought to you by Pi Slovakia Dance. Oh,